passages eighty six through ninety of reflections on the formation and distribution of wealth by anne robert jacques turgot translated by nicolas de condorcet this librivox recording is in the public domain eighty six money on interest ought to bring a little more income than land purchased with an equal capital he who lends his money on interest enjoys it still more peaceably and freely than the possessor of land but the insolvency of his debtor may endanger the loss of his capital he will not therefore content himself with an interest equal to the revenue of the land which he could buy with an equal capital the interest of money lent must consequently be larger than the revenue of an estate purchased with the same capital for if the proprietor could find an estate to purchase of an equal income he would prefer that eighty seven money employed in cultivation manufactures or commerce ought to produce more than the interest of money on loan by a like reason money employed in agriculture in manufactures or in commerce ought to produce a more considerable profit than the revenue of the same capital employed in the purchase of lands or the interest of money on loan for these undertakings besides the capital advanced requiring much care and labour and if they were not more lucrative it would be much better to secure an equal revenue which might be enjoyed without labour it is necessary then that besides the interest of the capital the undertaker should draw every year a profit to recompense him for his care his labour his talents the risk he runs and to replace the wear and tear of that portion of his capital which he is obliged to invest in effects capable of receiving injury and exposed to all kinds of accidents eighty eight meantime the freedom of these various employments are limited by each other and maintain notwithstanding their inequality a species of equilibrium the different uses of the capitals produce very unequal profits but this inequality does not prevent them from having a reciprocal influence on each other nor from establishing a species of equilibrium among themselves like that between two liquors of unequal gravity and which communicate with each other by means of a reversed siphon the two branches of which they fill there can be no height to which the one can rise or fall but the liquor in the other branch will be affected in the same manner i will suppose that on a sudden a great number of proprietors of lands are desirous of selling them it is evident that the price of lands will fall and that with a less sum we may acquire a larger revenue this cannot come to pass without the interest of money rising for the possessors of money would choose rather to buy lands than to lend at a lower interest than the revenue of the lands they could purchase if then the borrowers want to have money they will be constrained to pay a greater rate if the interest of the money increases they will prefer lending it to setting out in a hazardous manner on enterprises of agriculture industry and commerce and they will be aware of any enterprises but those that produce besides the retribution for their trouble an emolument by far greater than the rate of the lender's produce in a word if the profits springing from any use of money 
augment or diminish the capitals are converted by withdrawing them from other employings or are withdrawn by converting them to other ends which necessarily alters in each of those employments the proportion of profits on the capital to the annual product generally money converted into property in land does not bring in so much as money on interest and money on interest brings less than money used in laborious enterprises but the produce of money laid out in any way whatever cannot augment or decrease without implying a proportionate augmentation or decrease in other employments of money eighty nine the current interest of money is the standard by which the abundance or scarcity of capitals may be judged it is the scale on which the extent of a nation's capacity for enterprises in agriculture manufactures and commerce may be reckoned thus the current interest of money may be considered as a standard of the abundance or scarcity of capitals in a nation and of the extent of enterprises of every denomination in which she may embark it is manifest that the lower the interest of money is the more valuable is the land a man that has an income of fifty thousand livres if the land is sold but at the rate of twenty years purchase is an owner of only one million he has two millions if the land is sold at the rate of forty if the interest is at five per cent any land to be brought into cultivation would continue fallow if besides the recovery of the advances and the retribution due to the care of the cultivator its produce would not afford five per cent no manufactory no commerce can exist that does not bring in five per cent exclusively of the salary and equivalents for the risk and trouble of the undertaker if there is a neighboring nation in which the interest stands only at two per cent not only it will engross all the branches of commerce from which the nation where an interest at five per cent is established is excluded but its manufacturers and merchants enabled to satisfy themselves with a lower interest will also sell their goods at a more moderate price and will attract the almost exclusive commerce of all articles which they are not prevented to sell by particular circumstances of excessive dearth and expenses of carriages from the nation in which the interest bears five per cent ninety influence of the rate of interest of money on all lucrative enterprises the price of the interest may be looked upon as a kind of level under which all labor culture industry or commerce acts it is like a sea expanded over a vast country the tops of the mountains rise above the surface of the water and form fertile and cultivated islands if this sea happens to give way in proportion as it descends sloping ground then plains and valleys appear which cover themselves with productions of every kind it wants no more than a foot elevation or falling to inundate or to restore culture to unmeasurable tracts of land it is the abundance of capitals that animates enterprise and a low interest of money is at the same time the effect and a proof of the abundance of capitals End of passages 86 through 90